Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Can the baby's crying. It's totally your turn. I, I fed him last time. No, you slept through it last time. I had to get up even though it was your turn. Fine, fine. I'll, uh... I'll just put on some Rolling in the Geek episodes. That'll make him fall right back to sleep. Hello, I am Ken Brown, Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, and I want to thank you for taking a seat at our table. Will my cohorts please introduce themselves? Um, hello, hello there. I'm Arcos Ironjaw Pissarro. I'm the Cavalier Knight for the people of Iron's Edge. I keep fighting to find the cause of this dragon uprising because it's what Trevor would want me to do. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Landros Bonechewer, servant of the great god Acrasius. This cult that calls themselves his followers have twisted his teachings into something unnatural. It is my belief that there is no need to torture the weak for broken people like broken bones only grow stronger. Portrayed by Brad Conauer. Thank you, my dear colleagues, and thank you all for joining us. Please sit and rest your weary legs and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Hello, Ken here. We want to thank you deeply for listening to Rolling in the Geek. With the blessings of the rest of our little family, we want to request you support us through Patreon. We love doing what we do, and with your support, we can produce more and better content. Every bit goes back into the podcast, and more than three isn't a crowd at our table. And now, back to three guys with more dice than friends. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The team decides to head out for the temple after Harkos gives them part of the story and a false story for the rest of why they're going. The journey is uneventful, and eventually they come across the area the temple is in. The trio find an entrance, and Lanros is able to muscle open the entryway without collapsing it. They walk into the ruined temple, 
and find a baptismal chamber with a large muck-filled pool on one side and a locked door with a pressure plate in the center of the baptismal pool. They work through the puzzle, with Harkos running out of room in his chamber as it floods. Lanros eventually figures it out, and they are able to open the next chamber. They walk down a flight of stairs and find a spiral staircase leading further down, but decide to investigate the opposite chamber first. They try to sneak through, but Phil missteps and makes a hell of a lot of noise. They charge in instead, and they find a defiled statue of Tyr, with a charred deer skull placed upon its head and a group of cultists surrounding it. And that is where we pick back up. Uh, so you've just charged into this large room. Uh, and, and enlarged myself. Oh, yeah, you did say that you enlarged yourself. I remember this now. Uh, so you're about as big as the statue is now. I. Uh, that these cultists have kind of kept their places around it, uh, but are all staring in your direction. So you come barreling through the archway into this room and go, ah, and then just go and get big. Yes. Uh, so I'll count that as a uh, reactionary. Oh, fuck. We just came into the room. Uh, but why don't we go ahead and roll for initiative? Oh, Phil did really well. Ooh, I also did really well. I got 19. I did not do really well. <laughs> Which is good, because Trevor and Har- Oh. Landros and Harkos <sighs> shouldn't be next to each other in initiative order. Unless Ken <laughs> did really, really bad for the monsters. I did do really bad for the monsters. Well, maybe I got some redeeming qualities. I got seven total. I rolled a three. Oh, shit, they beat you. Well, well, there you go. Not by much. <laughs> by one. Okay. Uh, so Phil has the first... God, my tongue tonight is not cooperating with me. Should have done some red leather, yellow leathers before we started. The human torch was denied a bank loan. The human torch was denied a bank loan. Okay. You hurt me with these things. It's from Anchorman. That's what Ron Burgundy does to warm up before the cameras come on. It makes no sense. Okay. So what is Phil going to do? What is Phil first? Yeah, Phil is first. Weird. Yeah, I know. He fucking rocked it. Uh, he got uh, he got a, a dirty twenty. So again, he barely beat uh, barely beat Landros. All right. So Phil is going to uh, he's going to beeline lowercase i line rather up to one of the cultists and make an attack. Uh, it's a 15 on the die. Plus 5. So he will definitely hit. He then roll his damage up. It's pretty solid on the damage. 
Okay, we're... I, I forgot to write down something, so I've got to get their health pools all up here. Uh, okay, so Phil does uh, 10 damage to one of these cultists. I uh, So you see him charge in and hit this one. And as soon as his Morningstar collides with the cultist, you see it like posture straighten up. And then it just starts maniacally laughing. Oh, Jesus. And then poofs into smoke. Oh, shit. And Phil turns and looks back at you and goes, uh, guys? Uh, Lanros, it is your turn. Uh, I I didn't like that pause. I thought he goes, he goes, uh, guys? And then Phil poofs also. What what do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) That was kind of what I was waiting for, too. Uh, I'm going to charge up with Phil and attack one of the other ones. Okay, they're pretty evenly spread out. They haven't they haven't left their like ritual positions yet. So there's one oh, maybe wait. about like oh. You said they're around a statue? Yes. I'm going to go attack the statue. Well, why? Well, because we've had good luck with that in the you past. Haven't. But ha- have you? Oh, balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go attack cultist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the closest one is about, like, uh, uh, 10 feet away from Phil. Like, okay. next to him. That is a... 23. Yeah. Don't forget, I'm sure it's just going to poof into fucking smoke and not matter. But uh, much like Alcanor, with you being enlarged, you get extra dablage. Oh, shit, I do. I think and it was like a D4. Too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I get an extra 1D4 damage. And... Advantage on strength checks and saving throws. Weapons grow to match size. Enlarge target attack. Deal 1d4 extra damage. I don't think I get extra HP. No. Oh, I thought you did. No. I thought there was two. 11 points of damage. Okay. Uh, So you smack into it with the ram skull. And you spin it violently. And then it straightens up, turns, and faces you. And starts laughing, and then poof, turns to smoke. Oh boy! Oh dear! Uh, it is now the creepy cultist's turn. I uh, and the eight remaining ones, I uh, go down on their 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 hands, and then just start, like, bear-walking towards you. That's not terrifying at all. Uh, and they swarm around you and Phil. 
Uh, I'm assuming a seven does not hit you, Lanros. Uh, that's a crit. Oh, okay. no, no, it doesn't hit. Fifteen? Uh, <laughs> no, no, 14. 14. Also no. Uh, 19. I mean, I'd like to say no. Uh, and then 21. I'd also like to say no. Okay, well. Uh, so that's uh, two damage and uh, three damage. Yeah. Uh, so the other four cluster around Phil. And a nine does not hit him. And 11 does not hit him. A 21 does hit him. And does a 17 hit him? No, it does not. So Phil gets hit with one. Does four damage. Uh, Harkos, it is your turn. You have witnessed all of these strange creatures just skitter around your two friends and start attacking them with claws. I mean, they're big, brave boys. Um, I, being knowledgeable, will go attack the statue. Okay. Um, specifically at the creepy, defiled head part. Okay. Makes sense. Um, so I feel like that shouldn't be there. So it's not a dragon statue, so I don't want to just take it down completely. Um, no, the, the base statue is, is tear, but the, 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 the head has been defiled. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to fly up there with my spear and see what we can fucking do. Um, it's a fucking nine. <laughs> I, I unfortunately you strike at it and uh, bounce off of the skull. It's just a, a uh, glancing blow. We're gonna put you in timeout, Mister. <laughs> I, I need Brad to know that was a green one that just did that. Oh, oh no! That's, that's um, scary. <sighs> So I will go to use my melee at the minimum, hopefully, maybe. That's a natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. I mean, I'm happy about it, but fuck me, man. Okay. um, uh, So I don't think... Any of that has changed, right? Like I haven't. Yeah. Okay. No. None of my monk stuff is altered, which is good. I just haven't been in a fight in a hot minute. Um. <laughs> so what is it? The it's it's base, which is a D four plus my roll, right? So I have uh, four, and then my D4 plus my whatever. Yes, yes. Okay. So four, three, and which is seven, and then four, which would be 11. 11 piercing damage from my from my paw. Slashing damage, rather? Yes, yes, sorry. Okay. Uh, I was so looking you, at my spear still. You slash into the charred skull. Uh, 
and leave a pretty significant mark across the side of it. Uh, and you hear in your head. <clears throat> I got to prepare. <clears throat> I don't feel good about that. I don't feel good about that. <laughs> I am Bishop. Receive my blessing of misfortune. Oh, dear. Uh, it is now Phil's turn. So he is going to take a smack at one of the uh, one of the creatures around him. Uh, and that is a very bad miss. Oh, wait. No, it isn't. No, that matches. They have a pretty low AC, so he, he got a 7 plus 5, which is a 12, which matches their AC. Uh, and he does 6 damage. So he strikes out at this one and hits it, but it doesn't do the creepy thing. Oh. Uh, this game is confusing. <laughs> Landros, it is your turn. <laughs> Dungeons I'm are bullshit. Gonna strike another one. Okay. 17. That hits. Nineteen points of damage that time. Holy cannoli. Hey, you smack one and throw it back about ten feet. And as soon as it lands, it stands up straight, starts laughing, and then poofs into smoke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's all I got. Okay. Uh, so the cult, it is the, the creepy cultist's turn. Uh, there's three left on you and four on Phil. Uh, 14 doesn't hit you. 17 doesn't hit you. No, 17 hits. Okay, 17 hits. And uh, 22 hits. No. Okay. Uh, three damage. And four damage. Hold it. Phil? Uh, that is a 22. an 11. And a nine. So Phil. Oh, wait, no, he has four. And uh, 19. So he takes two hits. Four, six, seven, seven damage. Now Phil takes seven. Okay. Uh, so, Harkos, it is your turn now. Um. I guess I mean I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go at it again, but it, so it it said the creepy stuff, and um, Harkos is just gonna go. Oh, I most certainly will not about receiving the gift of misfortune. Okay, well, and uh, then I'm gonna try and stabby stab. That's better. That's a twenty-three total. Okay, that hits. I uh, roll your damage and then roll a d100. 
How about fuck you? <laughs> How about I just do the damage part? How about I don't do that other thing you said? Uh, so that's nine piercing damage. Okay. And then if you're going to make me do a D100. Hello, stepchildren. Oh, no. You did this to yourself. For anyone who doesn't know, in case I don't remember when we talked about it, the stepchildren are the three rainbow-colored dice that aren't part of my chaos dice. My chaos dice are dice I use for my wild magic on the other thing because they're cursed. They do weird things, so they have their own special spot. The team got me special rainbow dice so that I could have my tens in the right order because we have a special homebrew table with a thousand, ten thousand things on it. Um, the stepchildren are the three colors I don't use. So I use them for situations like this so that they don't get angry. <laughs> you, a D100 is two D10s, yeah? yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, green will be first. Uh, it's not bad, 26. 26. Uh, so, according to my table, you have a 1D6 disinspiration. So no. you're no <laughs> for for the next round you get a negative d6 to any roll that you get. Well, that fucking sucks because I'm gonna try and punch it too. So I I will roll the d6 for you. Okay. Cool. Oh. <laughs> minus I mean, two. Minus two. Yes. That's 13 total, because I got a 9 plus 6, so 9 and 4 would be 13. Yeah. So your your attack, you, you try to give it the, the, the old claw again, and it, it just glances off. Uh, that when you went to go and make that second attack, you see that the eyes behind in that little black pit where the, 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 the eyeball should be in the skull, you see it flash red for a moment and your attack bounces off. Um, guys, uh, statue is a bad person. Just know if you touch it, it it does mean things. And it's scary. <laughs> Don't hit the statue. Oh, understood. Uh, so it is... I it, fucking hate you. <laughs> it is Phil's turn. Uh, hey, Phil Chris. Why do you hate me? <laughs> That's not what I said. That's not what I said. I said, if you touch it, bad things might happen. And you just go, don't touch it. Got it. <laughs> fucking Trevor would have known what I meant. <laughs> All fucking such excited a, because you're because such Trevor an just, asshole. Tre <laughs> Trevor just fucking critted, or not Trevor, Phil just critted. <laughs> and. I'm sorry, Ken. I'm mad at Brad. I'm, I'm excited that Phil critted too. That's fucking awesome. He hasn't done that much yet, so no, that's, that's super fucking great. Oh shit, he gets max damage too. So 16, uh, 19. So he does 19. <laughs> does 19 damage. Smacks another one. It straightens up, starts laughing, and poofs. Well, Landros, that's that's your stupid fucking turn. <laughs> Man! That's my other note, though, about Phil's crit, is I don't know what the fuck's happening with these things, but I feel like, aside from the one time Phil 
apparently didn't hit as hard. I mean, we're breathing on them and they're just going, ha 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 ha, and disappearing, which makes me feel like we're not dealing with them. Or they're not real. Who knows? I'm going to smack another one. Okay. Uh, that's an eight. <clears throat> eight does not hit. <laughs> Surprisingly, that's what you get. So you just Whiff. slam down next to one. Uh, and it goes. <laughs> uh, so now it is cultist turn. There is three on each of you. So Landros, uh, seven doesn't hit you, and eleven doesn't hit you. Fifteen? No. Okay. So all of them start wriggling and writhing around at you, but they don't. They don't accomplish much. Uh, Phil, a fourteen does not hit him. A 19 does hit him, and a 16 does not hit him. So Phil takes another three damage. Arcos. Going after the statue again. Okay. Roll. <sighs> no, I'm not. Not with that one. There's another fucking three. I have rolled three threes since we started tonight. I rolled a three for my initiative and got plus four. Rolled a three for my first attack and I just rolled a three for my third attack. Okay. Um, well, that's some weird try and fun symmetry. Fucking, no, there's nothing fun about it. I'm going to try and punch <laughs> him though. Okay. And then that's a fucking 14. That's a dirty 20. All right. Uh, that hits. So roll your damage and then roll a D100. Uh, it's going to be six slashing. Okay. Oh, they're so meaty. Oh my god, that's a 99. That's an 89? 99. 90? Oh, shit. Oh. I rolled, I rolled double nines. Don't uh, see that shit every day. So, you strike out at the skull. And it's almost like there's a repelling effect that you strike at it and it hits something and your claws bounce back and you hit yourself for the maximum attack damage that you can do. Oh, with with that attack. Yes, that 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 attack, right? That attack. That's not so bad. It would have been worse with the fucking spear. And the damage that was done to it is negated. So here's a question, because mm-hmm. the odds of me doing that again while I'm attacking this thing are slim to none. Say I did that with this new spear I have. I have the vicious spear. Mm-hmm. So when you say maximum attack damage, would that just be the D8 plus four? Yes. Or would that be the D8 plus four plus the additional 2D6 it can do on a crit? J- the regular attack damage. Okay. Not the crit. Good. That's a different one. Oh, nice. Cool. There's a different number for that one. (sighs) All right. Uh, So it's making me hit myself. (laughs) Stop hitting yourself, Arcos. Stop hitting yourself. Uh, You don't know me. Phil's going to go again. (laughs) Uh, And he rolls an eight, but he still hits uh, because that's a 13 total. And he does... 
10 damage. So he smacks another one. It straightens up, giggles, and then poofs. And there is two on him, three on Landros, and it is his turn. Whose turn? Mr. Landros. Oh. Smacking another one. That's a 20 on the die. Okay. Fucking nuke him. Thirty-seven damage. Holy God! Okay, that's an insane <laughs> amount of fucking damage. So <laughs> you cleave across and you take out two of them. All right. I uh, you just like long arc in front of you and smack into two of them, and they both straighten up simultaneously, laugh simultaneously, and then poof into smoke simultaneously. I still don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> Arcos. What, are there no bad guys? Oh, no, it is their turn. Shit. No, there's two on there's two on Phil, okay. one on one on Lanros. So Lanros. Oh, well, that's that's a crit. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get, motherfucker. I <laughs> uh, so you hurt my friend. Six, seven, eight, eight damage. That's their crit is eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! I take it back. You deserve there's, worse. There's <laughs> there there was a lot of them, but they don't do very much damage. Uh, Phil, eleven does not hit him, but a dirty twenty does. So he takes four damage. Okay, I. Uh, so, Harkos, it is now your turn. Now it's my turn for real. I'm smacking the motherfucker again. Okay. Oh, so fucking close. That's a 19 on the die plus six. Okay, roll your damage and roll a d100. No. No. Hey, that's max damage, uh, which... Doesn't feel good uh, having just rolled the D100 last time, but sure, we'll say it. <laughs> so that's 12 uh, piercing. Uh, 82. 82. 82. Ooh. Roll no. a D4. No. You can't just keep telling me to roll everything, kid. Roll a d4. One. So you throw, or you you strike at the uh, at the skull. Like, do you stab? Yeah. Okay. So you stab at the skull. You you hit it right in the middle between the eyes, and then there is a pull vault effect on your weapon and you lose your grip on it and you see it flip off uh, to 30 feet to the north of you. I'm punching him in the face just on principle. <laughs> That's bullshit. You don't fuck with a Alakokra's spear, man. I'm so sorry. 
That's another 19 plus 6. Okay. You don't have to roll a d100 again. Are you sure? You yes. Don't, you don't want to you don't want to fuck around only, with that. It can only music? happen to you once in a turn. Oh, that's too bad for this fucking bullshit statue. <laughs> uh 7 slashing damage. Okay. That's uh, for flinging my spear across the room. It's new. So, well, to me. So, uh, do you, are you clawing or are you punching? Uh, claw. Okay. So, you I bring... I punching. You, I like you, clawing more. You bring your talons down uh, across the, the middle of the skull, and you rend deep into the bone, and it splits and falls apart. And as soon as it does, the remaining cultists stand up straight and without laughing, just poof. Hmm. Not so funny now. Question, mm-hmm. semantically, if I would have rolled that 82 on a punch, would you have flung me across the room? <laughs> I am glad that it didn't happen because I was looking at that one in particular and I was like, man, if Harkos gets this one and he's and it's and it's on a <laughs> it's my fist. It's your f- Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Fist? How am I going to w- do that? I wouldn't fault you for that. I mean, that would be the only thing that would make sense. Be like, well, your hand is your weapon and it pull vaults. I, I mean, I th- you're across the room now. Uh, what I think and maybe prob- do some damage what if I, I probably, hit a wall or whatever. Would I probably? You know what? Let's let's do that for an under the trench coat. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Okay, I've got that one written down for under the trench coat. All right. So, 
Um, I I dealt with the statue. <laughs> I'm gonna go pick up my spear very sullenly. <laughs> uh, you go and grab it. It's it's not harmed. It's just far away from you. Dust it off. Stupid statue with stupid magic and stupid throwing <laughs> things. Uh, so what do you want to do from here? Uh, this is a fairly large room. It's about 80 feet by 80 feet. Uh, the statue is dead center. Uh, and then there, there's really not much else here. Uh, like all the furniture or anything that was in here was all kind of pushed up against the walls into a pile. There is the door that you that you entered from, and there is a door uh, on the opposite side of the room from what you entered, and then another one uh, that would be, as you ran in here, would have been to your left. Which we'll just call south. Should we check f- <clears throat> check further in here or go back to the stairs? Um, I don't, I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> all, either. all of it's a, I mean, we're already here. Um, well, we're already here, so might as well. Exhaust this avenue, I suppose. So which direction do you want to investigate? Shall we go left? I sniff the air. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> how Ken has been directing us in our personal Saturday games um, by sniffing. <laughs> And then Brad gives him I'm, smells, and we follow I'm, one of them. I am, I am going full Gandalf. That I don't have any memory of this place, so I sniff to see which direction smells less foul. Uh, so it's worked most times. Man, yeah, <laughs> we'll go left. And then, and then Katie tried to do it, and it didn't fucking work. <laughs> and it didn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> okay, so you're going left. Yeah. Okay, uh, to the left, there is uh, a heavy-looking wooden door uh, that is kind of partially off its hinges. Uh, looks like it's coming loose from the wall. Yeah. Uh, thaumaturgy, it open. Okay. It, it creakily and opens, and as soon as you kind of get it away from the... Uh, away from the wall, it falls the rest of the way off like the wood is rotted. Nice. Uh, Terrifying. But as you look down, there is a set of stairs uh, that leads down that coming from the top step is uh, flowing water that looks murky and dark like the uh, the water in the original room that you came in. Nope. Uh... Nope, that's a nope room. That's a nope staircase. It's a nope. Big old nope. Uh, which means we should probably go that way. Like that, that's that's a thing to deter you. Like if if Harkos were to take a step back and look at his life, he'd be like, "Some god is testing me, and I don't appreciate it." <laughs> they know I hate the water, and I'm I'm not happy. Um, 
Already been damp once today. Maybe we check the other path. But what? <laughs> okay. I don't know what to do. It's just <laughs> I'm trying to remember that Ken is in charge of this, and that doesn't help. It makes it worse. <laughs> it makes it so much worse. Like all, all I can think about is the dream doors, and I just know that no choice is a good one. <laughs> so I loved the dream sequences; those were always so fun. <sighs> so you have so yeah, you have two I, options: go back the way you came, or the door on the opposite side of the room from that. Opposite side of the room. Yeah. Okay. I uh, so you go to that door. I uh, it looks more solid than the door that you just walked up to. Uh, and when you test it, it is, uh, it feels barred. Yeah. My thaumaturgy had opened anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is against the language of the spell. It does not work. You try look, to thaumaturgy it, and it thaumaturges you back. Look, look, Ken, you're, you're the DM. You can make it work. It's fine. Nah. You, you try to thaumaturgy it, and a little message box pops up in front of you and says, it appears to be barred from the other side. Yes. Yeah, it's just like right at the bottom left of the screen. Like it pops up. <laughs> well, for, well in that case, in that case, I keep thaumaturging it because I, I always miss those messages when they pop up in the bottom left of the screen. <laughs> they, they, the, they're actually materializing. They keep poking Harkos in the butt. What is that? What has happened? I don't I feel like small words are jabbing my buttocks. <laughs> Arcos take three damage. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Uh, I guess the spiral, uh, the spiral staircase. Then, uh, if we want, <sighs> yeah, yeah sure. I think we should check there first, at least, and then we can come back to the nope staircase. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to do any of it anymore. Let's just. <laughs> This campaign's dumb. I'm sad. I'm scared. <laughs> Ouch. Don't, don't take that in a hurtful way. I'm just, I'm afraid of every choice I make. <laughs> oh, God. So, All right. back to the, back to the spiral? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you head back to the spiral staircase. Uh, and uh, it, as you kind of, like, look at the stairs, they do appear solid. They're metal. Uh, all metal, like no wood. So, uh, but do you descend? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Carefully. Uh, so it spirals for quite a while. I. Uh, but it does feel a little claustrophobic uh, because it's all walled around the spiral. Uh, you go down and down and down. And as you get lower you start to hear the faint sound of running water. And uh, you reach the bottom stair. And as you gaze forward, you can see the end of the staircase. Uh, that you, the, the one that you saw with the water running. Oh, that it is. Okay. Up, it is up to you uh, ahead of you to the right. Uh, directly across from it is uh, a small set of double doors. The water from the staircase seems to hit the uh, the the last, you know, the landing at the bottom, and then uh, run through the stone and disappear. 
I mean, I don't, I don't feel any better about that. What's up with the barred door? That's just going to be when we get through this Skyrim dungeon. That's going to be the shortcut out the front. <laughs> we're going to somehow circle back around, and that's going to be the you've unbarred this door. And then we're going, ah, oh, it's a fucking statue room. It's a shortcut the whole time. Maybe. It's. I, I refuse that. <laughs> I hated that. Um. <laughs> Go to the double doors, I get because that's all. This it's a hallway, those stairs, and the double yeah, doors. It's, it's a hallway that you have those stairs on your right. Uh, the small set of double doors to your left, and then uh, there is uh, an open chamber directly in front of you. Oh, it's about like this hallway is about 20, uh, 20 25 feet long. I'm a try the double doors okay they uh they open uh they seem a little rotted like the uh like the the door up top that led to these stairs Mm -hmm. uh and you open these doors and it leads into uh a library uh the books in here uh are scattered many of them have had pages torn out of them uh but there are still a a majority of them are still on the shelves neatly organized so library or big scary room I say scary just because it's large and open (laughs) Uh, library first probably that's what I was leaning towards too okay Uh, so you go into the library uh, like I said, many of the books, a, a good number of the books have been pulled off the shelves, uh, torn apart. Some have been burned, uh, but there is quite a few of them that are still up on the shelves. Uh, the, the I, look, I, I want to look around and see what types of books are here. Uh, many of them are histories written in different ages. Uh, so uh, these go back at least, you know, several hundred years uh, in different wow. volumes uh, and they seem to be organized uh, you know by categorically by year uh, so that's uh, about half of these shelves are different time periods that were written about you can see different wars that were fought over territories and, and that kind of stuff but uh, it, it's all histories uh, the next set of bookshelves are different teachings of Tyr and uh, people's interpretations of those. Uh, it's, it, volumes upon volumes of people's differing opinions on how they interpret Tyr's wisdom. Uh, further books are... Uh, I don't want to say fictions, but they're kind of like fables. Like, uh, you don't think of the, the kind of like, you know, teaching a lesson type stories. Right. That are all something to do with with some aspect of, of Tears beliefs. Uh, and then there is a small section that seems more dedicated to youth like teaching young people 
to interpret Tyr's wisdom. Uh, it seems that these sections that are more to do with Tyr's teachings than the histories, uh, these are the ones that got pulled more and the books destroyed. Hmm. Is it of Tyr's teachings? Yes. Like more of those I mean, are that, those, that makes sense. those are the ones that got pulled and burned and, and defiled. We burn the rest of them. Aww. <laughs> now, <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I I would just uh, have us like investigate the rest of the room, like for any weirdness. I guess uh, nothing other than the books being pulled and burned and desecrated. There's there's nothing else that seems off about this room. There is uh, you didn't see it when you first entered the room, but as you start to investigate, there is a uh, a small door that is situated kind of in the back corner of the room that leads leads in the same direction as the open chamber was. So as you came into the room, it was on your right in the the right back corner. So we should probably go through that door. I mean, we should check it, yeah. Okay. Is that direction you want to go? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you head through there. Uh, that door opens easily. It's not rotting like the, the door at the entrance. Uh, it opens into, uh, looks to be, bedchambers. Uh, the... Uh, the corner of the room directly across from you has a large four-poster bed that's been draped in rotting silks. Looks like they've been here for a long time. Uh, there, there is an armoire in another corner of the room that is uh, falling apart and degraded. Uh, and then a different assortment of holy relics, uh, different symbols, uh, like holy symbols of tear, uh, holy scriptures, that are like leather bound with gold filigree, like those kind of like really, you know, high end <laughs> fancy type li religious books mm -hmm. uh, that those are in different places around the room. Uh, and that's all that you can see right at the moment. The, the bed is more or less shrouded by these silks. I want to start picking up the holy relics. Okay. I uh, freak. <laughs> okay, there, creeper. Why are you touching everything? Uh, what if you these, activate the trap? These need to be taken elsewhere, not left in this in these ruins. Uh, so if you're going around the room kind of collecting stuff that is important uh, outside of the bed there are three high-end holy symbols of tear and then the leather bounds uh, uh, with gold and then you know with gold accents uh, religious tome of tear alright but any curses you get yourself keep them to yourself please <laughs> Um, watched enough Indiana Jones to know better. <laughs> Revendia Jones. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm down. 
So, so you said the bed was like shrouded in silks. So yeah, it's it, like, like it has like it's kind of parts of it are shredded and stuff, but the like the silks and stuff are kind of you know from hanging <clears throat> off of the 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 posts are still gotcha. kind of covering the bed, so you can't see what's behind it. So hey, what? What? What were the the th- the relics? There was three holy like high end holy symbols of tear, and then. And then the uh, the leather bound like scripture of tear. Um, I'm gonna take reach my spear out so I can try and do this from a distance, and like pull aside the the bed curtains. Okay. Uh, so you pull the curtains aside, and you see, uh. A corpse that is laid underneath the sheets like it's sleeping. Uh, its arms are folded on top of the sheets in front of it, and instead of a head, it has been replaced with a blackened deer skull. This is bad. There's there's bad in here, guys. I'll head over there. Uh, Phil, Phil, like, kind of takes a peek in there. Oh, God. That's... <laughs> I'm cool over here. Yeah. They... I, wa- I was too, Phil. <laughs> I wish I would have stayed cool over there. Okay. Uh, Landros, you head over? Yeah. All right. Uh, are you both kind of, like, checking it more, like, checking in here a little bit more? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. uh, go ahead and roll either uh, Arcana or Perception. Uh, that gives me a seventeen. Uh, for which? Say it one more time. But for, for which? For which? That's that's for Arcana. I rolled a fifteen. Arcana's a two. If I go for Perception, it gives me a twenty. Okay. Well, which one would you rather do? We'll do Arcana. Okay. Uh, Harkos? I got an 18 in Perception. Okay. Uh, Harkos, Because that was my higher number, so... uh, Harkos, you can see that there's inscriptions on the skull uh, that they're faint, and it's kind of hard to notice them because of the charring, but they're definitely there. Lanros, to you, this looks like... This is fueling something. This is some sort of ritual work. Oh dear. There's things on the head. It's it's a ritual of some sort. Great. Good this man. is it, this is probably somewhat in the same kind of macabre nature that you would have seen some from some of your some Cultus. of your brethren. Uh-huh. That You're it's not my brethren. <laughs> hey, part of the cult <laughs> forever, Brad. <laughs> cult for life. Mm-hmm. So, what do you want to do? The, uh, I, I want to fucking remove it because obviously it's not supposed to be there. There ain't no. <laughs> I say obviously, but the 
That's what Ken wants me to do. I don't... That, okay, you know what? In game, I, I, I feel like we, we can't leave it there. But I definitely feel like that's a trap. Mm. Uh, it definitely could be. I mean, I, I destroyed the skull on the statue, and all the bad happened, which means I feel like we should just break them all. But I feel like that one's gonna wake up when. <laughs> when, when we touch it or something worse the other one made me hit myself and threw my my weapons so maybe you could handle this one first new guy I want to reach over and just try to like scratch a rune uh, like with a fingernail or a... yeah okay uh, with, with a bare nail with a bare nail <laughs> Okay, uh, so you reach out and uh, you scratch just a little bit, and you can see that I, from what you saw, you know the kind of arcane nature of this, that some of that power starts to fade with just this little bit of a simple act on it. Hmm. Perhaps. We keep doing this. <laughs> it seems to have faded slightly. Oh, okay. So I, Harkos will go over to the other side of the bed and start working on the other. Uh, is this I, got, I got this uh, bad feeling that the thing there is being is is whatever's going on here is keeping something, not 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 doing not a trap necessarily the trap is the red button to make us think that it's a trap to do the things to make it not <laughs> hey, a trap hey hey there's only so many bad decisions we can make before we find out one way or the other so, <laughs> so are you gonna start scratching them out yeah yeah, yeah. all right yeah uh so the two of you work and start scratching these runes out and it Every time that you take one of these runes and you you mark it, that you can <laughs> the earth feel, shakes. You can feel <laughs> you you can feel that sure some of fine. you can feel that some of this some of the power to it fades. I uh, but you scratch out the last rune and you can feel that there is still just a little bit holding on. Lift the skull. Okay, is that what you want to do? Yeah, no, okay. but yes. Okay, <laughs> you lift, you you start to pull the skull, and you can feel tendrils that have ah. latched into the ah. body from the skull, but it doesn't take very much of a tug because you've weakened it so much, and you can hear them snap. Oh, God. <laughs> and as soon as you do, you hear a release of arcane energy from the room that is next door. So what would have been the open chamber. Okay. And you hear a voice behind you. <sighs> Great. Thank you, my friends, for releasing me. <clears throat> and that is where we will call it for tonight. Ah! <laughs> Ah. <sighs> <sighs>
<laughs> You're an evil, evil man. <laughs> Gotta keep you guys on your toes. I knew it was coming. I mean, with, yeah, with the, with the setup, too. with the with the timestamp, like I knew so. I knew we were leading to something, and I, I was trying <laughs> so hard. <laughs> to figure out the lesser of two evils for what what to have us like want, like maybe we'll just end on a fight again which is like not as bad which maybe this is maybe it's not this is this is definitely the the one of the worst things to to have happen <laughs> it wasn't okay no we'll we'll wait uh yeah. okay i uh, so thank you all very much for joining us at our table if you are enjoying what you're listening to, we would humbly ask that you support us. Uh, we have a couple of different ways set up. Uh, the first way is through Patreon. And as always, we are kind, good little warlocks, and we provide sacrifices to our patrons, depending on the tier that you choose. Uh, if Patreon isn't your thing, then I do something as simple as just buying us a coffee. Uh, if you search for us on ko-fi.com, uh, Rolling in the Geek, then you can do a one-time donation there. So, Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? Uh, at the, the thing that I don't have up in front of me because apparently <laughs> I'm not with it today. <laughs> the real question is, does Editor Nick leave this in or does he take it out? <laughs> When will we find out? In the final edit. <laughs> <laughs> you can subscribe to us on our website at ritgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. If you want to talk to three mimics masquerading as podcasters, please feel free to tag us at Roll in the Geek. Listen here, motherfucker. The <laughs> thing is my shtick. Get your fucking own shtick, okay? I do the owl noises. I don't care how many times you die. Get your own fucking thing. <laughs> Maybe owl. I'm going to okay. come back as an owl. All right. Let's I will reel cut it. you. Let's reel it back in. Uh, thank you, Brad, for stealing Nick's stuff. Uh, took my thing. And Nick, speaking of warlocks, this week, you are the sound warlock to the great old ones. You trudge through madness and woe to edit Whoa. our podcast and dive into the far reaches of the abyss to find Rit Geek. Can you please can you please give us a fun sacrament to go out on? Um, I mean, I don't know about fun, but I, I got some I got some stuff. Okay. So this week, uh, we're getting closer and closer to one year of episodes. Yes, we are. I mean, technically, numerical wise, um, looking at all the episodes we've put out, we've put out more than 52, but we'll very close to 52 weeks of episodes, um, which is nuts to think about is feels like just yesterday the when Brad messaged us on Twitter like, you guys want to make a podcast and Ken and I were like I mean like serious like is that, <laughs> is that a question that you're asking and here we fucking are um, so uh, episode 48 it's a as always hootie who from 
Nick and Harkos. I just had a horrible thought that if someday I die, I can't hootie hoo at the end of episodes anymore. And that, oh. that makes me sad in my soul. Oh, no. uh, so oh, <laughs> going to be playing a lot more of a reserved <laughs> fight style from now on, I guess. Uh, hootie hoo from Nick and Harkos as uh, we, uh, I don't know, marinate on what exactly is happening in episode 48. Uh, and I'm sure it'll be one hell of a time next week in episode 49. Um, this week I wrote a song, um, about like the, the current task that the, the group is undertaking. Um, and it's just kind of the, from the perspective of us players like Brad and I, I guess, mainly probably me because I'm more emotionally invested in my, (laughs) I can't say that. Like I just. I have different reasons. I'm going to stop talking now because I feel I'm I'm just talking myself into weird holes that make me sound like a dick. So um, this week is about the task at hand from the perspective of a player of Riven, the Shattered Continent. Uh, Episode 48 song. Here we go. I know you miss him. I know you miss him. I know you do. I know you do. I know it sucks, our original quartet is down to two. (laughs) (laughs) And I know you're trying, I know you're trying, as hard as can be, as hard as can be. But you should know with this task, there is no guarantee. (laughs) Better hope Trevor's rescue goes over smoothly. (laughs) <laughs> Gotta get the chalice back to the priest. Oh boy. Oh boy. Better hope we have enough time for this. Don't need no crazy curves or in-game twists. Fuck that. Fuck that. Saving a best friend. Saving a best friend from his bad rolls. From his bad rolls. And banking on the hope that he does better with his second go. That's you, Brad. Try to be positive. (laughs) Try to be positive. And act quickly. And act quickly. Because we know Ken always has more tricks up his sleeve. I love that noise. Better hope this goes better than the train. Another <laughs> fuck up like that would hurt my brain. Fuck up. Don't fuck up. All right, bring it home. Writing songs is getting harder and harder each day. I've done 50 plus parodies to this day. I just rhymed day with day. That goes to show how in it I was. Dear God. Dear God. That's the song. Man, I was so proud of this, and then I just realized I rhymed day with day, and now I'm pissed. (laughs) I'm mad. Episode 48. That's over. Go home. Don't go home. Listen under the trench coat. If you don't, check out Patreon. (laughs) Stop and recording. Stop and recording. Stop and recording. That really did work. Yeah, told you so. Uh, Ken? Yes, dear? You really shouldn't feel good about that. Yeah, I know, but you didn't have to call me out like that, did you? Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.